Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 125th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having, um, from our new sponsors, Oza. It's, uh, this is a cranberry mimosa. Yeah. It's a, they do mimosas in a can. You guys may have remembered a few weeks ago we did the unboxing when they sent us, mm-hmm. they sent us the cranberry, they sent us the peach bellini, they sent their original, they sent us mango. Yeah. Um, so we have several of them, so... It's November. We're deep into fall. We're in getting into that Thanksgiving mode now. Yeah. So we thought, eh, let's do the cranberry. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I like it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I like it a lot. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's it's an easy way to. I would almost think you could get away with drinking this and nobody would know that it was alcoholic. <laughs> right. I know. Like because it looks like just a fun little can. <laughs> just go to target yeah. and have your little mimosa walking around in a can <laughs> i know one of the guys from philly always do wine in a can yeah why can't you do mimosa in a can yeah yeah <clears throat> i know it's awesome i know because like i think that it, it, they just wanted to make it fun and easy for mm-hmm. people to have mimosas and mimosa yeah. in a can it's fun well and we decided it's uh i usually like like we said on here before usually we record the wednesday before the release mm-hmm. so we have like a full six days before the release well i was i was traveling all last week so i didn't get mm-hmm. back until friday and saturday was halloween so it's sunday morning and with the time change we were like well let's have let's yeah. just let's have some mimosas in a can yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so this week we are going to be talking about the election um we and not necessarily we don't want to go like super into politics or anything like that but just more so about i guess how how politics fit into your relationship yeah and how i don't i I don't really know exactly how to summarize it on where we're gonna go but i I think we have a pretty a really good story on unintentional Mm -hmm. i don't even say compromise just unintentional meeting in the middle yeah i know i mean of, i guess that would be called compromise right yeah but but, but it's usually, not like usually, we had to like i was gonna say when usually when you compromise somebody kind of feels like that yeah or, like they gave yeah. something up i think uh-huh. it was really when, when you're able to have two people from two completely different backgrounds with two completely different political influences via their families or their states or their experiences and they get together where Politics was the last thing on our list for what we found attractive in one another. Right. Uh-huh. So that's your first tip. Yeah. <laughs> if you're wanting to meet the love of your life based on your political affiliation, I probably know which side you vote on, and you're kind of a dumbass. <laughs> but that was not the drive behind us. I know. And so I think that our experience in how that kind of came about to where we both shifted mm-hmm. based on really i i i guess i would say really on empathy of where the other person was coming from mm-hmm. was and and it's it's a really huge testament to how open minded you have to be when it comes to this type of stuff yeah oh i completely agree <clears throat> in a completely yeah. closed minded approach yes. to 
politics, which 99.9% of the population has, uh-huh. when you have two different sides, you, you know, if you want to be successful, you have to be open-minded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, totally. So, and when, when Seth and I first met, or I guess, even, you know, before, before we met and everything, I know that I, I grew up in a Democrat household. I grew up in Denver, Colorado, which now is very liberal. Very, very liberal. And I mean, before, uh, in back in the day, it used to not be that way, but it has become that way. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I grew up knowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I think the the very first election that I I really remember, like my parents talking about and even just being a kid was bill clinton Mm -hmm. i think i was in like second grade maybe i was in ninth grade when he won Uh uh-huh and so yeah and i just remember like that that being a big deal and i mean he was a democrat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i remember how happy everybody was when he won in my area Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Well, and from that area, they they just come off of 10 years of Republican president mm-hmm. with Reagan winning two terms and Bush H yeah. winning one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so th- I think that that... Since then, though, we've had... It's rotated. Mm-hmm. Full eight years. Yeah. Until we, we'll see what happens. Yeah, this year. Oh, this, this, today. Well, it will be today. Yeah, it will be released. by the day yeah. this releases on election day. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll, well, we'll find out probably late in the night or Wednesday or right. something like that. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I think that, yeah, and, and for me, I, you know, very conservative red state my entire life. Mm-hmm. Everything was was Republican. There was, my grandfather was actually a Democrat. Um, and he was really the only Democrat I knew as a kid. But I remember when Clinton won, because I was in, like, like I said, ninth grade, and people out here acted like the world was going to end. <laughs> Yeah, and and in my area, it's like the best thing ever. (laughs) It really is that that South Park episode of the first year Obama wins, how everybody that was voting for McCain, Mm -hmm. like, got in a bomb shelter because they thought the world was just going to end, and everybody from Obama way overreacted to what that really meant. (laughs) And partied and trashed the town. Yeah, like somebody won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. I know. So, yeah. it, but but I think that that's where you usually though even even as I was growing up, there there really weren't these this most areas didn't have a mix like we have now. Mm-hmm. It was it was very this is very red and this is very blue, mm-hmm. and now we have a lot of purple. Yeah, and and there there is a, I mean you you still have areas where like a California is as blue as you can get, a New York is as blue as you can get, you know a you know an Arkansas is as red as you can get, Alabama is as red as you can get. So I always thought that was weird about Arkansas too because how he, yeah he, Clinton, Bill Clinton was, was from, from there, yeah. Arkansas and it was a red state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but you you can still see some of that, but you have more areas now that. That there's a blend, and even if the state tends to really swing one way, the gap isn't as large mm-hmm. as it used to be. Um, I mean, I remember watching 
elections before where it there was just even at the state and local level it was such a landslide based on well who I don't care I don't care who said they're going to do what when I go to the ballot who's a Republican who's a Democrat okay Republican 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 or Democrat Democrat not knowing any of the issues at all yeah. and unfortunately that's how most people vote uh-huh. it is uh, because and they don't really educate themselves on the real issues and things like that and that's what's so scary at the local level because your local government is far more important to you than the national level of who's going to be president mm-hmm. and that's where i mean you, you look at areas like like a california where you know if you're smart people are bailing out of that ship as fast as they can uh, because it's going under i mean it's an absolute shit show out there in certain areas yeah. of california and uh and, and that's why you're seeing this this result of democrat 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 Mm-hmm. And and you have other areas of the country where you've seen just that that well I don't care what the other's point of view is this is how I vote mm-hmm. and it without a healthy balance it creates something that's not sustainable and, and unfortunately puts people in a really bad situation mm-hmm. um, and so I think that when when we came into our relationship it was the the year we really got serious started dating was the Oh, was the year Obama won the election, mm-hmm. right? Well, it no, was the he was second. up for re-election. It was the I'm sorry. Yeah, uh-huh. it was he was up for his second term, mm-hmm. and it was Obama and Romney. And I think that 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 was probably for me my my biggest eye-opening point. Oh yeah. Well, and and I'll I'll even back it up a step further. I mean, I had you know I had left Oklahoma, red state, joined the military, pretty much conservative, but I served under Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinton was still president when I joined the military, um, and then Bush got it for pretty much the remainder of my military. And I think Obama got it as I was coming out. Yeah. Uh, wait, you got out in two thousand six. Six. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. he was elected in two thousand eight. Yeah. So he uh-huh. was still. Yeah, I was still under Bush. Um, but I, I think that you know, coming out of that, it was you know, military are. Typically red because Republicans support the military, you know, more than the blue does. It's yeah. just it's just a fact. Every, the under under Democratic regime, the military gets minimal raises, if any. Mm-hmm. Under Republican regime, the military got more raises, and so I always supported Republican because that's that was where the money in my pocket was coming from. Mm-hmm. And we knew that if a Republican was going to get in, we would have more defense budget, we would have higher pay, we would get better raises, we would get everything just worked out better for us while you were serving active duty than if you served under a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so you tended to see most people in the military slide or side with the right because mm-hmm. of, of that factor alone. And then I so I get out of that, I work for the government, same thing. Mm-hmm. I worked for the, the Department of Defense and you, you everybody you worked with tended to and I was in California most of this time. Oh I but know. I was yeah. in a a conservative part of California. Uh-huh. The, the the farther inland you get, and more the middle of the state you get, the less blue it is. And so I was in a pretty conservative area, military town. So there there was you just weren't exposed to it. Yeah. It was really just from that perspective. When you're in when you're in this this um, I guess this this whirlwind uh, or, or this really enclosed chamber of the only political opinions that get are from one side, you start to think that people from the other side just have to be incompetent or stupid or ignorant yeah, or lazy uh-huh. or, or all yeah. these other negative stereotypes. Because you're like, 
all you're hearing is one side of the story. And you're like, how could they even want to do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you hate them? Do you hate me because I'm in the military and you want a Democratic president? I mean, do you hate your country? I mean, you really start to have because that's all you're hearing. Right. And, and, and once again, even in California, that's mm-hmm. all I was hearing because of where I was at in California. And then leaving California for Colorado, I didn't look to see what political affiliation was what. I didn't, I didn't know who the governor was or who the mayor was or what, if they were red or blue. something I'd never really paid attention to before at all. But up at that point, I'm in my 30s now, mm-hmm. and I just was at the point where I was like, I, I didn't understand how, like someone that was a far left supporter was just really alien to me. It just didn't seem to really, it'd never been a part of my life. I'd never seen it. And then the job I got out there, I worked with the unions. Oh. And I'm thinking blue collar, hard worker guy, they're, I just assume, not even like intentionally, just without knowing, thinking that they're Republican. And this was when the Obama election was going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it was when I was working for Yellow Roadway. Uh-huh. And somebody had printed out something about like the pros and cons of, of McCain versus Obama and things like that with experience and military service and all that stuff. And, and I found out very quickly that most of them were Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was the first time. I was, that was probably my first eye-opening thing of, holy cow, I've... I've I'm getting along with all these people. We've never talked politics, nothing at all. And then I find out that they are with a complete different political affiliation. Yeah. And so that was the first time I, I was... I, and I wasn't like, oh, well, well fuck you or anything. I was, I was just like... I, I remember asking one of the guys, this, this prior military guy that was one of the managers as well. And I said... Uh, I asked him. I said, there's a lot of these guys vote Democrat, huh? And he's like, yeah. And then he kind of explained to me some of the union stuff and why they do it. And it made sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, they're voting this way because it affects their pocket the same way I voted Republican when I was in the military because it affected my pocket. Right, yeah. So I get that. Mm-hmm. I completely understand and get that. And I realized that from that point and, and probably of most of today, your, whatever your issue is that's most important to you is really where you should get your, I guess, political affiliation or which way you want to vote. Yeah, your say. Yeah, Uh your say based on what you find important. And the thing that people don't understand nowadays is your important doesn't have to be their important. No. If your important is pro-life or pro-choice, and my important is more money in my pocket— I don't have to associate with you mm-hmm. or vote the same way you do because your important is different than mine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean one is better or worse than the other, but that's the problem is everybody thinks that their important is more important than everybody else's. Yeah, I know. That's... And it makes you a selfish prick that yeah. nobody wants to hang out with. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's so true. So, and it's funny because, like, I think that uh, it was the exact same, op- it was the opposite of, how you have what you dealt with with me, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, now it's I am in a a very red state, and well, I I'm from Colorado, but now I'm living in a completely red state, mm-hmm. complete opposite from Colorado, yeah. and um, but it wasn't it wasn't then it wasn't me moving out here that showed me the 
the different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was when I when I worked at Southwest ER, mm-hmm. I started to work with people that had different political healthcare tends to fall on the right. Yeah, P- people in actual healthcare. Uh-huh tend to fall to the right. Not all of them. I don't want nurses being like, no, I've been a lifelong Democrat. Yeah, I get that. Most of healthcare, mm-hmm. leadership, management, CEOs, decision makers, tend to vote Republican because it's what's in the best interest for the healthcare organization. I'm not talking about Medicare for all and Obamacare for no. the people. I'm talking about, once again, your pocketbook. Or coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about uh-huh. if you are a healthcare professional you will tend to make more money and be more successful and have a more successful hospital and business plan by the guidelines of the right than you do the left. Mm-hmm. And so I've just given some context. That's why you were exposed to it. Yeah. Because most nurses and things like that tend to fall on the right. Yeah, and I was like, huh. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I just, I, I was surprised. I was, I was legitimate, legitimately surprised because... How could you think that yeah, way? Yeah, because I, w- I grew up another way mm-hmm. and i was like that's weird and i remember even like finding out that you were a republican i was like what really and it was just odd to me mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was just because i was i wasn't exposed to to that yeah. growing up but but let me ask you this because this is something i never thought about i and even to this day I don't care. I find out people's political affiliation because of the dumb shit they post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it to anybody. I've never asked the question. I don't fucking care. And I think you were the same way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this. I was never one of those people that was out and right that this is how you should. Yeah, no, neither one of us are like yeah. that at all. And so when you. <laughs> came across someone, it, you, you just kind of find that you had this almost this ignorant level of blind assumption that the people I get along with, it's, it's, and I, it's, it's not even something you think about. I was never like, oh, I get along with these people, they must vote Republican. Mm-hmm. It never even crossed my mind. It was really just one of those, you start to kind of look at it after you find out their political affiliation, you're like, huh, that's weird, we get along really well. <laughs> like, like, almost like you're not <laughs> yeah, supposed to. I know. That is so that's And then so when wrong. You find, you're like, oh, you vote this way? Huh. Well, I really liked you. Uh-huh. And it's not like, for us, it wasn't like, well, now I don't like you. Uh-huh. It, it, but for a lot of people, it is, especially nowadays. Oh, it's, my gosh. It's yeah. the end-all, be-all. It, it uh-huh. is one of those deal-breakers we talked about several episodes ago. It is. Yeah, it totally is. And even with even with that being said, the I remember, because it was a big election year, so... The year we got we got together in 2011, and we would we would hang out with my parents, and we would go to to the art walk and stuff, and and it was we just did fun things. Well, then later on in that same year was election season, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Wait, it was the next year, wasn't it?" It was 2012, yeah. yeah. So I guess a, yeah, a, year, about a year. So we had been dating about a year, uh, oh, a little over a year, and then uh, the election comes around, and people that we had been hanging out with for this whole time, they yeah for over a year for over a year. They I remember one time we went to an art walk 
with my parents and um, my mom, I remember my mom telling one of her friends because her friend was like, oh, you guys are so, you and Seth are so great together and blah, blah, blah. And then my mom says, yeah, but he's a Republican. And then the, la- the other lady's like, oh, well, she's like, I'm from Virginia. She's like, yeah, we can't all be perfect. Mm-hmm. And and so I just remember like, that's What just, does that matter? Yeah. Who cares mm-hmm. if he's a Republican? And I, I never had anybody, you know, I've, I've lived in, you know, several locations across the country. Um, I've never had anybody until I came to Colorado identify me or base their opinions on if they like me or not solely on my political affiliation yeah, or where I came from. Because mm-hmm. that was the other thing. Well, he's from a very red state. Uh-huh. Like, like I was this Second Amendment gun-toting redneck that, you know, had wore a Make America Great hat, Make America Great Again. Am I saying it right? Make America Great. Well, I guess it is oh now. Gosh, or, I'm yeah. screwing it up. <laughs> Because it's early in the morning, I'm drinking mimosas and I can't, um, you know, or anything like that. I wasn't this, that type of affiliate of my home state or political mm-hmm. stuff. My my identification with the Republican Party was based 100% on two things, pro-military and pro-more money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. I could have given a shit about the other stuff, but it wasn't that I was anti anything Mm -hmm. it was just what's selfishly and you feel free to vote as selfishly as you want (laughs) this is how i felt most benefited me i didn't want anybody telling me that i should have to give my money to other people yeah and that was my main reason why i always identified with with the republican party Mm um and i didn't and, and so going through that experience of Oh yeah, well, we have to put up with him because he's this. It just it made it sound like I was this staunch Republican that was getting in arguments and debates during Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was in everybody's face about it, which I wasn't. But, I, which I had, we know people like that yes. too. And we've we've been around people like that. And so because of that, they put that same label on mm-hmm. you. And so it, it it gets frustrating because it's like no I'm not like those yeah. <laughs> those idiots right yeah well they are mm-hmm. well and and so I think that what what I saw in the ignorant thing I did do during this time was my social media I I had started social media because we were together mm-hmm. and the people that reached out to me and connected with me and were friends with with me were people from my hometown of a red state and people I served the military with who were ninety nine point nine percent Republicans. Mm-hmm. And they would share, you know, pro McKay or pro Romney stuff and things like this, or those little, the little e greeting card things. You remember those? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I liked those at yeah, the time, so yeah. I'd reshare those. And, and one of them was, you know, if, uh, actually just got the memory oh, the other you? day. Oh, that's funny. And it was like, oh, you're voting for Obama again. Clearly, you have a mental health issue, issue or something like that. It was uh-huh. some something along those lines. And I just like, haha, and reshare. But this was still during a time where. You could see what people were liking, liking. And, and yeah, what people were, because I, th- I think liking was it. There wasn't a ha-ha thing. Yeah, no, there it was It was you just liked uh-huh. it or shared it. And so people could see what you would like. And so one of my friends I was in the military with for 10 years would share some, you know, pro-military, pro-McCain thing, and I would like it or reshare it. And 
I would get a handful of likes. Meanwhile, what I didn't realize I was doing was every left-wing member of your family that had friend requested me mm-hmm. was getting offended. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they developed their opinion on me. Uh-huh. Um, but I wasn't actively or openly trying to, to, to debate issues no. or anything like that. Uh-uh. Um, and even like the ones that kind of did, we ended up kind of just laughing it off. It yeah, wasn't anything too serious. But what I didn't realize was the amount of people that took it so serious yeah. um, to the point of going back to you know the conversation art walk completely ruined uh-huh. a relation a good relationship we had with one of your mom's very close friends mm-hmm. because she could not get over the fact that I was Republican. a Republican I know yeah and her and I like... never talked politics we never debated politics and we, we, all we never got even got into it so it was just well. all of a sudden she just would not have anything to do with me. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on with her? Yeah. And it was because of that. Yeah, that sucks. But, it's, but that, was, that was my first experience in Colorado after seeing you of being judged and isolated based on my political preference. Not, once again, talking to me, meeting me, you would have no idea. I would yeah. never bring it up. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't think anybody else cared. So I was really just kind of ignorant to the fact that people were really looking for those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that you and I, I don't even think we ever had the conversation of, who are you voting for? No. Or no. anything. I think we, we just would, we would watch a debate or, or talk about it or see an article or, or see something and just have a conversation. Like, just oh my talk. gosh, did you yeah. see this? And with really no bias one way or the other, just to talk about it. And I think what we saw over time was, as, as we kind of found out you know, more and more about how we were raised and what we found important to us, we started to see the value of each side in their opinion. Mm-hmm. Not the extremes of both sides. Right. But really more left or right of center mm-hmm. is where we, we probably even initially fell in the first place. Mm-hmm. You weren't this far left no. liberal nut job, and I wasn't this far right wing nut job. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of either left or right of center. Mm-hmm. And so that made it much easier for us to be like, well, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I see what his point is, or I see what this is. And and even, even during Obama's presidency, I remember like watching, he was so freaking likable yeah. that... Even if you didn't vote for him, you're like, man, he's, he can talk. Yeah. He is, he's, he's about as presidential as you can get. Mm-hmm. He had a good sense of humor. He had a good commanding presence. He, you know, was likable. He was someone that you, you weren't, while, while you could fault things he did policy related, him as a person almost superseded what he did professionally. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because now we're in the oh, exact opposite. Oh my gosh, yeah. On paper, policy-wise and accomplishment-wise, our current president's better. But he's mm-hmm. such an asshole, nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. And so it's you, you start to see people where you're almost like, well, I don't care what he's done. I don't care what good he's done for the country. He's a dick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, and with Obama, it's like, well, I don't care what he's done. He's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, first of all, you shouldn't be rating your president on their personality. Yeah. But we all do it. I know. And that that was how it was it was hard to kind of give him give Obama a tough time because 
he was one of those, and I felt the same way with Bush. Like, it felt like one of those guys you would you could meet and actually talk to. Mm-hmm. That they were they would be a personable person. Bush was kind of dorky. He was just kind of like Bush was the guy that would laugh at his own jokes, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I liked him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I th- I still think he's one of the most likable presidents we've had. He's way more likable than his dad. I thought. Oh, for sure. And yeah. but with Trump, e- even even someone who's I'm I'm not. I'm not pro-Trump and I'm not anti-Trump, mm-hmm. and but he still I can recognize that I don't think that would be a good conversation. I think you know he just seems like someone that would just kind of be like, "Hurry up, I've got something else." Yeah, to do. I know. Yeah, and and like Obama, it, he was like, "Let's sit, grab a chair." Yeah, like you could just sit and talk to yeah. him and ha- yeah, have a good conversation. Yeah. But I, I but I think that's that's the business mindset oh, of someone sure. like a trump he's yeah. just mm-hmm. i mean the dude sleeps like three hours a night i mean he's a he's a freaking machine and so i but i think that that's be because presence and personality are such a huge thing that that that's why you see people really follow one way on one side or the other mm-hmm. um so yeah i know well so like i was thinking about other people, I know that there are couples out there that do have complete opposite opinions with politics and stuff, and they do not talk, don't about, talk about it, it yeah. at all. And I don't know. I mean, I think that I think that you shouldn't have to not talk about about it. But also, well, I don't want you to get in a fight. Yeah, I, I get that though, because I think that if if everything else in your relationship is fine and everything's great, but you know there's this just really bad sore point where you guys can't... I mean, let's, let's, let's put us in the spotlight. We are both so competitive, we cannot compete against each other. Yeah. So we avoid that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, nope, we're not, we're not doing this against each other. We, and we, we avoid playing games or doing things that would pit oh, us get, because we're, we're both... Very sore losers. Yeah, yeah, we and are. so we we avoid that. So I think uh, I, I kind of put it in the same bucket as that. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean that we're flawed. And and if someone was like, no, you should be able to play games together and not get mad. Sorry, we can't. Uh-uh. We just don't do it. And if you want to put that in the hundred things that make a great couple, and we only get ninety nine out of a hundred because we can't compete but against we could, one another. But we could be on the same team, right? And that's fine. Is it? Yeah, I don't know, because like sometimes with that stupid game. Yeah, when we start <laughs> when we start playing certain games, you get flustered and you get mad. And I I'm, get so I'm like, mad. What's the answer? <laughs> Never mind. We can, not all games we can yeah. play. <laughs> so I think that, and and we do good if we're on other teams, mm-hmm. but just not like one on one. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, but I think that so so I, I put that in the same kind of bucket. Or if, if you have the if you know, and we've never gotten an argument about it. No. It's just we know how how competitive and how awful of sore losers we both are. That we just know, like yeah, we can't we cannot do this. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I I would put that in the same category. Like, you know what? This is a pain point for us. This is a potential volatile situation. Yeah, we're just not going to discuss it. And and I I think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's better than bickering about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you really acknowledge something in your relationship, that's like you know you feel this way, I feel this way. There is no compromise. We're taking it off the table. I think that's a really good approach than someone feeling like they're 
they're losing mm-hmm. or someone feeling that they're winning and throwing it in their face. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that that's an okay approach. I think it is funny, though, how we both kind of came to to the middle, mm-hmm. you know, where... And, and, and it was probably easier because, like you said, how we were not, you know, we way the far left on or way side, far yeah. right. But um, it, it was it's nice to to actually weigh out all all of the good and the bad mm-hmm. and really okay well i agree with this from this side but i agree with this from that side and that's okay like you mm-hmm. don't have to uh, fully agree with with everything well, you just kind of have to and and, and the, i think the funny thing with us and and i'm, I'm gonna kind of make a assumption on your behalf I'll, I'll say at least for me um I don't know if we've said on before. We we are not registered Republican or Democrat. Mm-hmm. We are registered as independent, mm-hmm. and, and we made that decision based on what we have been exposed to over the last several years, and and really are are kind of closing out as we were coming into Oklahoma. We knew that we were going to register to vote out here, and we just. I registered as independent in Colorado. You did, that's right, like, yeah. Before, yeah. Like. And so I, I registered as independent when we moved out here. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been that way ever since. I think that one of the things that made me do that, or I came to that decision, because we didn't have an issue where it wasn't like, well, let's just both be independent so we don't have an issue. Mm-hmm. It really, I wouldn't have cared if you stayed Democrat. You wouldn't have cared if I stayed Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a non-issue for us. But what ultimately drove me to register as independent, and I think you kind of did the same thing, was wanting to stay on the right. I was overexposed to the absolute closed-minded, ignorant Republicans. Oh, our dog's over here dreaming. Can you hear her? Um, these ignorant right-wing Republicans that I didn't realize how dug in they were. And the oversaturation of their ignorant, closed-minded opinions was made me be like, I don't want to associate with you. Yeah. And I think you went through the same oh, thing from gosh, the left. Yes, exact same thing. Yeah, where uh-huh. it was like, oh my gosh, the this liberal nut jobs over <laughs> here that are my I've known my entire life are oversaturating me with their awful opinions yeah and and you start to kind of feel embarrassed like geez and and what ended up happening for me that i i don't think too many people are exposed to or they say they are but they're full of shit is i look i can look at my friends on social media and because of where i lived because of what I've done because of the work I've done, because of working with unions, working in the military, working in healthcare, working with behavioral health, working with the homeless, working with not for profit, working for for profits. You know, I've I've had a I've been fortunate enough to have a really good hodgepodge and eclectic group of diverse di- of huge diversity around me, to where I see. Equal amounts of bullshit from every angle. Yeah, I know. And you just kind of realize after you see a bunch of stupid Republicans and a bunch of stupid liberals and a bunch of stupid don't know what they are, that you're just like, I'm I'm not associating with either of those. Mm-hmm. 
you're insane over here and you're insane over there. Not one of you is more right than the other. You're both wrong and you're both stupid and you both look like ignorant assholes. <laughs> and so I think that that's where, and ultimately, the only people I have blocked on social media were Republicans. Oh. Be- and it wasn't because they said something that offended me. It, I, I, I didn't say, I, I don't mean block. I mean unfollowed. Just, I like hit hide them so I don't see their... Well, maybe you did one other person. Their post. I could think. I could think of one other person that was actually on the other side, though. But I think that was because I couldn't understand when I first got on. I didn't know how to, like, unfollow. Right. Oh, maybe. No, I, I don't, don't know. Think so. No, I think yeah. Oh. <laughs> did I still block him though? Uh, or did well, I just unfriend him? You, I think you unfriended them. Yeah, I don't think I blocked. Completely. I think I just unfriended. I was uh, like, hey, I'm just, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but it was. I just got so sick of seeing these ignorant posts yeah and i still have more conservative views than i do liberal views Mm -hmm. but i just want to completely disassociate from the extremes on both sides Mm -hmm. um and, and and it's so funny because we we have we have we have friends right now where we have people that are very close to us that live in a very left liberal area who are very liberal focused who everything's left everything's democratic and then we have the exact same thing from someone on the right yeah we have a lot of everybody like with both of us now yeah and because uh because of i guess now us living in oklahoma but, but it's not even that though because because i was thinking uh, we did that i don't know if you guys have seen it but you know how many click how many friends you um are following Rom- or not Romney? Jeez, um, Trump, or Trump Biden. and Biden, and so we, you, know, you, you get curious. You just kind of want to see, and we did. And I was actually surprised at how many of my Colorado friends were Trump following Trump. Yeah. I was like, wow, huh? That's interesting because I didn't expect that from quite a few of them. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, okay, yeah. Well, and and I think that. What I'm seeing, though, are these people from complete opposite ends talk the exact same. Yeah, I know. They're both completely dug in. They're both completely ignorant. Mm-hmm. They're both completely closed-minded. Mm-hmm. But they're both also only exposed to their own side of the argument. That is it. And that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest downfall of how people are like, oh, I've got a diverse crowd. Oh, I'm open. No, you're not. You're not open-minded and you're not diverse. And it's not your fault. You just haven't had the life opportunities to be exposed at that. Uh-huh. I mean, if you grew up in Oklahoma, you graduated school in Oklahoma, you've lived in Oklahoma your whole life, I don't care what story you tell me, you have not been exposed to the left like most people. Mm-hmm. And same thing, if you grew up in L.A. and you were born in L.A. and you live in L.A. now, you have not been exposed to the right. Mm-hmm. Not in the correct manner. You're just exposed to what you read about or you see on social media or you hear third party or that the media wants you to see. Mm-hmm. And so I think that actually living through experiences and, and having a natural care for people who, you know, you've been exposed to or you served in the military with or you grew up with or you've become friends with and you see their, their side of an argument or a pain point or suffering that they feel they're going for, sometimes you just feel compelled to support them. And that's okay. But if you aren't actually exposed to that, that's where these these generalistic 
things came from. Um, I recently got a memory because of the Halloween stuff. I didn't even tell you about this yet, but and this uh, this idiot that we had at one of the parties was on there, and I was like, I'm not friends with him on That's Facebook the anymore. One. That's the one that I was thinking. Oh, I just yeah, I just unfriended him though. Yeah, I never okay. blocked him. I just unfriended uh, him. Oh, I didn't know it was the yeah, same person. Uh-huh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I just unfriended him because it was, and it it wasn't even political, really. He was mm-hmm. just an idiot. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. and that 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 was the other thing why I wanted to dissociate from the right and why you wanted to dissociate from the left is we knew these people that gave one side or the other just the worst name. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to be a Democrat because people think I'm like you, you yeah. fucking idiot, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be a Republican because people think I'm you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but this this moron, <laughs> I I looked at it and he shared something the other day. Uh, or whenever that uh, when Trump got COVID, mm. and he was like, "I hope he fucking dies. If 2020 can at least give us one good thing, it'll be killing him off." And then one of his liberal friends actually had the nerve to say, "Yes, we just need to get away from the hatred that he has brought." Oh my god! And I'm like, "Do you not realize what you're how saying? fucking hypocritical oh you are?" That is stupid. Uh, and, and you can give that same type of argument for both sides. Mm-hmm. You see the absolute hypocrisy equally. Yeah. Even though I just shared I a story about someone liberal, I see it just as much on the right. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. And mm-hmm. so I think that your, your inability to willfully be open-minded, and I think that that was where, it, for us, it, it ended up just being kind of this, this naturally organic occurrence where it was like, it wasn't this big light bulb that went off. It was just little touch points of conversations of, oh, I get that. Oh, I can see why people feel that way. Oh, I can do this. But we're at a point now where if you threw an issue out there, you would have people say, okay, well, hold on. Let me see what Fox News or CNN says about this before I decide which side of the coin I'm supposed to fall on. Oh, okay. That, that's something we don't like the Democrats doing. All right. Fox News said it's bad. Okay, I'm against that. Instead well, I mean, at least there's some. At least people are like that, even because some people are like, "Oh, it's they won't even listen to." It. I mean, I guess either way, it's like it's one side I would or rather the other. somebody just have a knee jerk reaction to something. If somebody says, you know, and we'll we'll take the current state of the mask. If you find out if if the CDC, who is supposed to be party neutral, says here's this disease, wear a mask. Are people anti-maskers because they feel that that's what they have to do because they're Republican? Or are they pro-maskers because they feel like that's how they have to be because that's how Democrats are? I know. Because how do you really feel? Uh And I'll tell you, as somebody that has just been traveling, once again, I see both complete sides of it. Uh But my only beef with having to wear a mask is it's inconvenient. I don't feel like it's this huge infringement on my rights. And it's like, well, is that really how you feel? If someone telling you to wear a mask going somewhere, do you really feel that that's this huge infringement on your right? Or is, or is that just, just a convenient argument that you feel that you have? Yeah, because you, you're just irritated about it. Yeah. Anyway, I know. Well, and that, that's, that's so weird, too, like with the with the mask stuff and how... COVID has become this political, political. thing. Yeah. And it's like, how? Mm-hmm. And why is this an, a political issue? Yeah. It's weird. I know. I mean, and it's... Can you do that with other things? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, does it make sense when you do that with other things? Why, why does it all of a sudden seem to make sense now that it has become a political stance? Mm-hmm. That it is this... 
political affiliation whether you want to wear a mask or don't. Mm -hmm. And that if you don't wear a mask and you put your, I mean, I was just in Colorado last week and at a King Supers in Castle Rock, these two dudes kicked the shit out of each other because one of them wasn't wearing a mask and the guy with the mask on had a problem with it. So, I mean, think about that for a second. I mean, they're both morons. But Mm. the guy sees somebody without a mask on, says, put a fucking mask on. He says, no, I don't have to. And the guy with the mask, to avoid being exposed to this deadly disease, decides to kick the shit out of the guy, and they both get blood all over each other. What, what point are you proving by doing this? I mean, and that's, that's kind of how we are today across the entire political spectrum. Mm-hmm. What I'm really trying to say is if you're on one extreme end or the other, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let the rest of us who are kind of left or right of center in the middle make the decisions because you're too skewed by your own views and chances are if you're on the far left or the far right you can't even name all 50 countries of the three branches of government you don't know who your own congressman is you may not even know who your own fucking mayor is so figure that shit out before you have a political opinion Mm -hmm. and if you didn't watch the news and you weren't on facebook would you really feel as strongly about the bullshit you decide to feel strongly about or not and i think that that's where i realized as I got more self-involved with, and I did say that, self-involved, with my own progress and growth and aspirations, whether that was career-wise or love-wise or physically through fitness and things like that, I just didn't have time to worry about what everybody was debating and arguing for. Mm-hmm. When you start to realize that you want to fix your own problems first, everybody else's problems just don't seem that important. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that from this point of, I don't want to help my fellow man. New country. And yeah, I don't want to help those that don't want to help themselves. That's mm-hmm. always been one of my other things as oh, well. yeah, and you know, you, you all know that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you kind of started to develop that opinion after working in healthcare. I, yes. And that's, I know, that is, I think that's the biggest, that is probably one of the biggest things that like changed me or morphed me into who I am mm-hmm. now is, is working in healthcare and, and because of. Not because of the other coworkers, but because of the actual patients. People, yeah, yeah. The people coming in. And it really, it changed my mind about about people. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not as, as nice and uh, empathetic anymore mm-hmm. as I used to be. Because people are just shitty. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. And, and. And once again, from both sides. Mm-hmm. What once you are, once you're exposed, if anybody with actual half a brain and common sense, once you're exposed to the worst of your own kind, you start to want to disassociate. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I was saying. I went through. I mean, I some of the guys I was in the military with are blatantly racist. I mean, blatantly racist to where. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to even associate with you. Yeah. And you try to pass it off like it's a joke yeah. or that it's funny or, you know, they'll, they'll share some Idiot. anti-black post and in the same, then the next post is, well, I served, the only color I cared about was red, white, and blue. And shut the fuck up. You're, you're, you're using that as a cop out so you can say some undertoned racist bullshit and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And so being exposed to that, I was just kind of like, I just wanted to distance myself. Mm-hmm. And... And once again, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I was overexposed to the other side as well, where 
that made me not want to associate with that side either. Yeah, I know. You know? know. And and so I think that we we are overly exposed right now to the radicals of both ends. Mm -hmm. And those are the squeaky wheels. And I'm 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 anxious to see what happens I with this too. election. But what I'm not is scared. I'm not. No matter what happens this week, when the We're elections gonna, come out, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. We're gonna be fucking you're gonna fine. be fine. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing because like people really like you said that whenever Clinton won, mm -hmm. everyone here thought that it was the end of the world. And I I think that even when when Bush won, when I was living in Colorado, I think mm -hmm. everyone thought it was the end of the world. And yeah. it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world. And I know, of course, when Trump won, <laughs> people, yeah, everybody thought it was yeah. the end of the world. Yeah. But and and but but the the thing is, is you see people, and I'll, I'll use Trump because he's our current president. When Trump won, people wanted it to be the end of the world, so they could say. I knew that this was how it would happen. Mm -hmm. When you want, if, if, if Trump wins and you want Trump to die or you want the country to go in disrepair or you want this, fuck you. Yeah. If Biden wins and you want our country to go down the shitter so you can say that Democrats fucked it all up just like they did Chicago and L.A., fuck you. You don't care about the country. No. You care about saying you were right. And that's what most of the political opinions and posts and articles and shit you see on social media is just people spewing uneducated, regurgitated bullshit half-truths that they want to actually dig in on and find like the gospel. And it's not about educating anybody else. It's about showing you're right. Every time some white guy shares a post of a black guy who's a Republican, what are you really trying to prove? Are you trying to say that, well, this black guy has his shit together because he knows this? And the same thing goes for my friends of color. When you share that completely liberal viewpoint of a white man, what are you trying to do? Saying, well, this is the only white guy I agree with. Or, I mean, it's the, same, it's the same argument from both sides. Mm -hmm. Just you're trying to argue your own point. Yeah. And people's changing of opinion does not happen through force and not in the history of elections, especially since social media has been out there, has anybody said, you know what, I was going to go in here and vote for Trump today, but I saw this really good article that my friend shared from CNN uh, that said I should vote for Biden. So you know what, I'm going to vote for Biden. <laughs> so just shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, nobody cares. You, yeah. you aren't swaying the vote. Mm -hmm. You are not swaying the vote. All you're doing is re... I, I guess reiterating what you think your point is and continuing to isolate and piss off the other half of the country or your friends or whoever it is, or you're not exposed to them at all and then you're just looking for a pat on the back. What is, I mean, what do you think the, why, why, I guess, why do people why, change their yeah, opinion? Yeah, why does it change? Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll use me for an example. I, the first time when Colorado initially voted to legalize pot, oh, I yeah. voted against it. I uh -huh. said, no. I said, this is awful. I, I, the people I know that smoke, I wasn't a pot smoker. I'm still not. Uh, but I was like, no, the, the people I know smoke pot, they're losers. They don't, they don't have their shit together. This is going to be bad. We're going to have these issues. I didn't care where the tax money was going to go. I didn't care what improvements it was going to make on the state. I didn't vote on it that way because I felt that it was a Republican's duty to vote against it, though. Mm -hmm. I was just like, no, I, I just made some assumptions on it. But when it came up for vote in Oklahoma, I was... 
I, that was one I made sure I'm going over here to vote yes on mm-hmm. because I was educated on it by that point in time. Mm-hmm. I voted a very specific way because I was ignorant. I was uneducated and I made assumptions. And you see that now with on, on different levels of people as um, – and I, I guess the only current issue I can bring up because it's just so fresh in my mind because it's all I'm seeing lately is – more people with money are realizing how awful Biden's tax plans are going to be on them. Mm-hmm. So more affluent and rich people, even even people of color that are supposed to be against the racist, evil Trump, are like, no, fuck Biden. I'm supporting Trump because yeah, who, Biden's... Who, 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 well, so 50, like 50 Cent said it. Lil Wayne just came out and said oh. it. I mean, you're, Kanye has, has brought it up. I mean, you're seeing more and more mm-hmm. of these influential people saying, no, 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 here, time yeah, out, man. Yeah, but Kanye's... Oh, yeah, Connie's running for president running, as well. <laughs> but th- there's at least this acknowledgement now of, no, I found out what this means for me. Yeah. I'm not, and once again, I'm not going to fault any of these guys because that's how I vote too. Yeah. Where's, where's, what's going to best affect my pocketbook? Uh-huh. I mean, did people not notice over the last four years that your paychecks were bigger because they were taking less taxes out? Mm-hmm. That's going to go away if he doesn't stay in office. That's going to go away when a Democrat comes in again because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But it's all cyclic. And even if that is the point and we go through that, wait it out. Mm-hmm. It's all going to, I mean, it's so funny now because the Democrats of today, I mean, I mean, I, they couldn't have functioned as hippie Democrats in the 60s mm-hmm. because that was all about freedom of speech and free love and just free, and, and, and everybody, this far left movement now is anti-free speech and this militant type of mindset. And then you just kind of have this other chunk of the population that wants to butt heads up against them and then there's all of us in the middle that are just like why don't you two just fight it out and kill each other off and then let the rest of us make good decisions for the country yeah and so i think that it but but it is it's all cyclic so no matter what happens this week you're gonna wake up the next day Mm -hmm. you're still gonna have the roof over your head your success and your inability to succeed or ability to succeed is not the fault of doesn't the depend on yeah, it who's that's the on president you. is. Yeah. Yeah, that's on you. The economy tanked under Bush. I rose through the ranks under Obama. Mm-hmm. I'm making more money under Trump. And I'll still continue to do good if Biden wins. Mm-hmm. Or if AOC's president in 10 years. Or if Chelsea Clinton decides to run. Or if Candace Owens decides to run. Whatever's going to happen down the road. Or if Kanye wins. Mm, yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... There are decisions that are made that, yes, can affect you, mm-hmm. but that's not, I think people just kind of use it as an excuse as to why they're like, well, yeah, last eight years has sucked in my life because this guy was in office. Well, did you try to get for promotion? Well, no. Did you ask for a raise? Well, no. Mm-hmm. Did you move to somewhere that was more affordable? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> How the fuck is that the president's fault, you dipshit? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. That's true. I know. But I think with, like, with the election and with couples being, some couples having one opinion and the other, and and I think with all of it, just be open-minded. I you mean, you we, have to be. We That's one thing that we always say about a lot of things mm-hmm. is to be open-minded. And I think that with politics, it's, most people aren't open-minded at yeah. all. And I think that there, there are, and once again, you, ha- you have to take the extreme 
out of the argument. I know I've spent a lot of time picking on them, but for the sake of, of compromise and middle ground, you have to cut the head of the snake off on both ends. Mm-hmm. And so those, those two ends are too radical and too extreme. That's not who the majority is. And somewhere in that middle, when you talk to someone that grew up in a certain area, a certain level of income, or a certain location in the country with a certain type of influence, whatever, if you have that conversation, you you actually understand, oh, well, you vote this way and feel this way because of this. And that, whatever the quote-unquote this is, is not based on popular opinion or media output or articles on Facebook. It's based on experiences and education. Mm -hmm. And that's what... That's what prompts change of opinion is the life experiences you have, the exposure to the right things from both sides or either side, and educating yourself on the matters and the issues at hand and what really matters to you, not what you think should matter to you. Mm -hmm. That's the other problem is people are like, should I be mad about this? Is that something I should care I about? Know. Oh, yeah, I should. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm on this side now, yeah. you motherfucker. And it's like, well, no, you didn't even know that. You, you had no idea. You were, you, you, you were mad because you think you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say, you know what? That doesn't pertain to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not gay. I'm not, not going to ever get married and be gay, but that doesn't mean I can't say, yeah, well, you go do what you want to do. That's one of the things I, I, don't, I never understood why people were so against gay rights or gay marriage mm-hmm. or things like that what the fuck did it do to you how did your you? life change now that gay marriage is legal is your life that much worse i know you know yeah. legal did i say i said legal right yeah okay i thought it might have said illegal um but did it matter to you no now that pot's legalized and a lot is your life any worse because of that mm-hmm. no you know and it's the same thing when you start looking at at these issues that people tend to get really stuck on I tell you what will make my life worse is if I am taxed out the ass. Mm-hmm. If I don't bring enough money home to sustain my lifestyle, that's when my life is affected negatively. Mm-hmm. When decisions are made that shut down, and I don't mean pandemic related, which when, if you think that COVID is a political fault line for someone, you should not vote. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on, only country in the world that can take a virus that wasn't an act of war that got out and you have politicized it. Mm-hmm. You should not be voting. But that aside, you know, when you look at the decisions that are made to tax or resource or bail out or fund or build up or cancel or things like that, that's what affects your day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of the rights issues that people want to get hung out about unless it's your right issue that is with you based on your sex your gender your color your skin or things like that and i will never have a problem not supporting those things Mm -hmm. or support yeah i will never have a problem supporting those things at all um because it's it's basic human rights and human decency Mm -hmm. and i don't understand how that stuff gets politicized either yeah that's true how how is that even a political Mm -hmm. issue i mean you've got to be a very cold-hearted and underexposed individual to have opinions like that on certain things um but yeah i I think that you know we don't we don't really we don't know that many people that are married and have different political opinions not any not married anymore yeah (laughs) 
you know like have we had they, anybody <laughs> divorced because of it i don't know about divorced because of it but i know I we've know. Had, had people dating that broke up because of it yeah uh-huh or even gone on a date and and found out that they were well and, and that's where I, I you know i i would over what mm-hmm. i mean over what yes if you if you are a liberal and you decide to go on a date and you find out that you're on a date with a card-carrying KKK member that's a Republican, yeah, okay, I get ending that. <laughs> yeah. But if he just votes that way because his morals and his values revolve around that party and seem to align with him a little better than this side— why would you break that off? Yeah. Well, and that's where I go back to the open-mindedness thing. Yeah. Because people, I think that people try to say that, oh, I'm open-minded, I'm open-minded. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this, it's like a lot of people are just dead set into mm-hmm. their in their ways. And they don't want to even try to give a, that person a chance just because... Yeah. And, I mean, I mean, it's their own opinion, and they can, you know, not go out or not date that person anymore because of this. And, you know, that may be the mm-hmm. the love of your life that you, you'll never know <coughs> how far a good relationship can go. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that, that is a, a very f- uh, final way to end, end something without knowing... How you could have progressed, mm-hmm. how open-minded you could have been mm-hmm. in that when you find out where somebody else is coming from and what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I, I think I do, I do want to restate that I think the best way to change someone's mind on these things is to post something and then at the end say, read that again. <laughs> if I see that stupid fucking phrase one more time, oh I'm going to lose gosh. my shit. Oh, man. You do not prove or get your point across any better when you say motivational blah 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 something read that again shut the fuck up i didn't read it the first time because i don't care what you had to say (laughs) so don't tell me to read that again i hate that i absolutely hate that i'm so sick of seeing that yeah (laughs) we need to put stuff like read that again and wait for it Mm -hmm. and copy and paste oh god and you know what get that shit out of here i that that's what i want on the voting ballot (laughs) how can we control the idiots on social media i know really oh man well and i think that social media is the is the the biggest uh i don't know it's the it's the catalyst for all of this for for all of this now nowadays Mm -hmm. and it's it just seems way worse than what what it was when well, I was a kid. People are people don't want to admit it, but people are getting their information via social media. Not even the fake media or whatever they want to call it. They're not really watching that. Mm-hmm. Nobody. They're not. They're not sitting down and watching. The majority are not watching full broadcasts of. You know, White House correspondent speeches. They're just catching sound bites and saying, "Oh my God, did you see what that moron said the other day after Trump spoke?" Oh, she's an idiot. She, you know, she, well, did you watch the whole thing? Did you listen to the actual questions? Did you inter- engage in the entire process, or did you take a ten-second sound bite and now you feel that that supports your own closed-minded, biased opinion? So you're going to put it out there mm-hmm. because that's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, and then they, you're right. They don't want to admit yeah. that they do that, but they do. And and that's the thing is. 
all the people that are trying to share these things, you can tell they're trying so hard to make it look like they're educated on the topic when those of us with a brain know you are not. Mm-hmm. You're not educated on it. And all the people that are commenting and liking it and sharing it, you know, they have half a brain like you do too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, I, I think it's very sad that I see so many people that spend their days trolling these sites just to argue with strangers. Mm-hmm. Whose oh mind are you going to change? You're not. It, shut up. You're, you are literally wasting your time and your breath and doing what I used to do with certain stuff, getting angry just to get angry about it. Mm-hmm. Like you get some kind of kick off of getting angry. And if you feel that telling someone off, off via Facebook somehow makes you, you know, in the comments section of a CNN article or a Fox News article, makes you a big man or a big woman, it just makes you a big idiot. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I just constantly see, oh, so-and-so commented on a post, and I realize, oh, it's a post about something political. Oh, there it is. There's their ignorant-ass argument that doesn't make any sense and is very close-minded. But they think that they're right, so they're going to blast it out there. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like, with... Don't argue about it with your partner. <laughs> I think that they... Don't argue about it, period. Yeah, I mean, yes. Don't argue about it, period. I think that that's... There's no point. Like, you're not going to... Neither one of you is going to feel like, oh, that was a good... Argument. That was a mm-hmm. good debate. I'm glad we got into that. Yeah, we, yeah, I'm really glad that we did that. Nobody's going to feel that way. So why, why even do it in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, but with, especially with your partner, you're not going to get anywhere with it. And so don't, just don't argue about it with each other. And hopefully, if you guys are on opposite ends, hopefully you both can. Be open-minded and meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you have anything else to? No, to add? Uh, I, I, I don't. I, I think it's. I could probably keep talking about stuff for on a long it, time. Just because, yeah. yeah. It's it's such a a you know because of what's going on right now. It's just, it, it's just a you just can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a constant reminder from everybody and, and and people people allow it to consume them. Just don't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. let it consume you. Quit looking at it. I mean, one of the things that you, we know now through social media is what you comment on, what you like, what you dislike, what you interact with. That's what you see more and more of. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Ari went started a YouTube account and just searched videos of puppies. The only thing that shows up in his stuff now is puppy videos. <laughs> so if you're constantly searching why the right sucks, why the left sucks, sucks or fuck Trump or fuck Biden... You are really creating your own negativity bubble. Your own toxic environment. Yeah, you are the most toxic person in your life. Mm-hmm. You are creating, that's a perfect way of putting it. You are creating your own toxicity in your life because that's all you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, again, my, my Instagram stuff is all, it's freaking He-Man and fitness and wrestling. Yeah. There's nothing political I know. on there. That makes sense. Like, cause I see a lot of doggy stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't get the stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't get yeah. all the all the articles that you guys are fighting and arguing and ruining your days and everybody else's days with. The only reason I see that is because for some reason you're my friend on social media. 
Just keep your dumb shit out of my life. <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not arguing with anybody on a, on a Jericho cruise post. Yeah. I'm not arguing with anybody on a, on a 80s cartoons post. I'm yeah. not arguing with anybody in the fitness industry, except for the idiots that pissed me off. Yeah. From her old gym. Uh-huh. But outside of those morons, you know, it's not like I'm collectively against the fitness industry and looking for a reason to be mad at them. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think that if you're looking for that, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. You're for creating sure. your own environment of, of toxicity by com- continuing to engage. Mm-hmm. So quit. Yeah. yeah. Search for puppies. Yeah. I love puppies. Cute. <laughs> I know. Well, you see, you show me a whole bunch of puppies. Yeah, stuff, I get so. a bunch of the puppy stuff too. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps it all up. Um, I I did want to mention to make sure to join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group. Mm-hmm. We have a giveaway going on right now, um, featuring our our sponsor yeah. Oza We're and give our... away some canned mimosas and you're giving away a gift card uh-huh, for Zaya. And uh, we're going to give away some, uh, 1821 man-made products and another marriage on the rocks hat through the month of November. We're running the contest. So go to the marriage on the rock speakeasy group to see how to enter Yep. and enter and hopefully you'll win. Yeah. So yeah, I think that about wraps it up though. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.